Stay the way, stay the way No matter what life brings You've got to stay the way Praise the Lord, praise the Lord Oh, praise the Lord My name is Jonathan And this is the Stay the Way podcast I do this each and every day Because Jesus is the way He is the truth He is the life If you want the way, the truth, and the life There's only one way And that's through Jesus. Now, I'm not saying that. Jesus said that. I just believe it. You can look that up for yourself in John 14, verse 6. And the reason I'm so focused on it is because I want to grow in my relationship with God. And maybe, if you're listening, maybe you need that relationship too. I'm convinced you do. The question is, are you convinced that you need Jesus' help? You see, I've tried to fill that void in my heart with everything under the sun drugs money women alcohol work sex you name it and nothing fills the void nothing but the moment that i asked jesus to come into my life everything changed the peace of god came into my life and changed me forever and it's the very reason that i'd come back and do this each and every day that i grow in the knowledge and grace of god and that possibly i'd lead someone else to know of Jesus as well. And so today being the 29th, we'd be in Proverbs chapter 29, matching the day of the month with the chapter in Proverbs. And that way we have a battle plan for the day. Now what I'm going to do is pray, which is simply just talking to God. I'm going to ask God that he would help me and that he might help you as you're listening to take in the word of God from Proverbs and apply at least one verse in my life, maybe in your life, maybe more. You might get many today, but at least one, that's the minimum, that we would put hands and feet on it and go change the world for Jesus. Because he loves me, because he loves you. In Jesus' name, amen. So Father, I just ask for your grace on our day. We lift up the word of God to you. Thank you that the only two things that are eternal on this earth are the souls of men and the Word of God, and then we have an opportunity to put the Word of God into my soul right now for your glory. Amen. He that, being of often reproved, hardeneth his neck, and shall suddenly be destroyed in that without remedy. So don't get hard. Don't have a hardened heart about receiving correction. That'll protect you. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. Hallelujah. But when the wicked beareth rule, the people, they mourn. Whoso loveth wisdom rejoiceth his father, but he that keepeth company with harlots spendeth his substance. And we see that in the Bible itself, there's the story of the wayward son, the one who asked for all of his inheritance up front while his dad was still alive. His, son, his, his brother, his older brother was still alive. And his dad said, okay, sure. He gave it all to him and he went and spent it. Burned it all off. Spent it with harlots. Spent it on his own substance. And the beautiful thing is the son realizing his lack and need decided to come home. And his father rejoiced because he loved wisdom. And they renewed him and restored him. And if you are that wayward son or daughter right now, you can be restored as well. 
Verse 4, the king by judgment establisheth the land, but he that receiveth gifts is overthrown. A man that flattereth his neighbor spreadeth a net for his feet. Verse 5, verse 6, the transgressions of an evil man there is a snare, but the righteous doth sing and rejoice. The righteous considereth the cause of the poor, but the wicked regardeth it to know it not. So you're seeing a lot of contrast between what does a righteous person does and what does a wicked person do. Verse 8, scornful men bring a city into a snare, but wise men turn away wrath. And so, Lord, please help me to be wise. If a wise man contendeth with a fool, whether he rage or laugh, there is no rest. You're, you're not going to win because a fool can't receive. The bloodthirsty hate the upright, but the just seek his home. So what am I concerned with? I'm concerned with souls, the souls of men, and that Jesus would come into the souls of men all across the planet. It would change the world. He would be glorified. Oh, how great it is to know and meet you in heaven someday. I might not meet, I might not meet any of you that listen to this, but Lord willing, I mean, meet you on earth, but Lord willing in heaven someday, we'll get together and we'll say, hey, I listened to that. And it was encouraging, and it was, it was wonderful, and thank you for praying for me, because I do pray for anybody who listens. I don't know your name. I mean, if you send me an email, I'll know your name, but I just pray for anyone who hears this, that as it goes out, you'd be uplifted and encouraged that your relationship with God would be sure, that you've asked Jesus into your life, asked for his forgiveness of sin. And if you've been made a Christian by the acceptance of Jesus Christ's love, well, then someday we'll see each other in heaven. You definitely need to dig in, read your Bible, grow in his grace, be discipled. Verse 13, the poor and the deceitful man together, I don't know if I skipped one. I'm sorry, I skipped verse 12. If a ruler hearken to lies, all his servants are wicked. So we can't listen to lies. The poor and the deceitful man meet together. The Lord lighteneth both their eyes. The king that is faithfully judged, the poor, his throne shall be established forever. The rod and reproof give wisdom, but a child left him to himself bringeth his mother to shame. When the wicked are multiplied, transgressions increaseth, but the righteous shall see their fall. Correct thy son, and he shall give thee rest. What? If you teach your son, you'll be given rest. And yea, he shall give delight to your soul. So it's our job as parents to teach the youngins. Correct them in love. When there is no vision, the people will perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. A servant will not be corrected by mere words. For though he understandeth, he will not answer. Seeth thou a man that is hasty in his words? There's more hope for a fool than for him. He that is delicately brought, brought up as a servant from a child shall have him become his son at length. If, if you love someone and teach them the way that they should go, they will honor you in their old age. They just will. It's part of life. It's a promise of God. Verse 22, an angry man stirreth up strife and a furious man aboundeth in transgressions. That's the willful choice to sin. That's when you don't care. And as a Christian, if you are backslidden and totally doing your own will, you are the most dangerous person on the planet. Because if you don't have the fear of God, 
You're not going to care about what men think, what people think. Verse 23, a man's pride shall bring him low, but honor shall uphold the humble in spirit. Whosoever is a partner with a thief hateth his own soul, and he heareth cursing and bereath it not. He, not. he will not correct it. He won't stand in opposition. He'll just be like, oh, it's okay. So if someone's cursing around me, like often my boss will drop all kinds of curse words and use, you know, God's name in vain. And in the process, I'm like, you know, God doesn't really, he's not really interested in damning your things. Um, what he's really interested in is souls. And, and, and to be able to say that is standing in opposition of, of that wickedness. So I hope that encourages you. The fear of man, verse 25, bringeth a snare, but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. Ooh, I like that. Many seek the ruler's favor, but every man's judgment cometh from the Lord. An unjust man is an abomination to the just, and he that is upright in the way is an abomination to the wicked. So we have contrast here. Verse 27, if you are in the way, for Jesus is the way, the truth, the life, then you're not going to be welcomed by the unjust man. And conversely, the unjust man is not going to appreciate the justice. They like wickedness. They like stealing. They like lying. And so the two aren't ever going to get together, but love can conquer all. And we see that because of Jesus' love on the cross. And so I'm going to leave you with that. My, my application today actually is verse 4, 5. A man that flattereth his neighbor spreadeth a net for his feet. The Bible tells us and teaches us that we should pay sincere compliments. So I think that my wife is the most beautiful bride on the entire planet. That is my opinion. You will not change it. There is no altering it. She is my bride and I love her with all that is in me. And that is as sincere as I can possibly be. There is no flattery. There is no spreading. There is nothing. It's just true. I think she's absolutely gorgeous. I'm breathtaking by my bride. And so no altering of that for me. Now, if I were, if I were saying, oh, you have the most fancy car ever, you know, it, there's always more cars out there. And I don't even know. I, I don't flatter. So I just, I don't even, I don't even really know how to explain it. So Lord, I just pray that you'd help explain it. The truth is, please be honest with each other. Don't lie. Don't cheat. Don't steal. Just be honest. If, if, if that dude looks fat in those jeans, then tell him. I'm just saying, cause I don't want to pick a fight with a sister which would be a woman who believes in Jesus Christ as the Lord, which would make her the daughter of the Most High God, which would make her my sister. Does that make sense? So, yeah, if they don't look good in it, tell them. If they do, tell them. Just be honest. Oh, my goodness. Being honest helps everything. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You've got to stay the way. 